You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. This is A Brighter Horizon, the Farm Grad Wishlist Podcast. Hello, everyone. We are back with the new and refreshed podcast on behalf of the Farm Grad Wishlist, A Brighter Horizon. I'm Judah Brown, a critical care clinical pharmacist and advisory team member of the Farm Grad Wishlist, and I will be your host for today. As we've shared on previous podcasts, Farm Grad Wishlist began as a passion project to diversify the profession and provide means to showcase movers and shakers in the healthcare and pharmacy world. We aim to support minoritized pharmacy students to amplify their voices and champion efforts to create a successful transition into a new and promising career. Together, a group of practicing pharmacists and clinicians organized a Twitter mutual aid movement to support our emerging minoritized pharmacy grads. What started as a platform to showcase and support Black, Indigenous, and persons of color pharmacists has now helped a movement to bring together practitioners from all over to create a brighter future and more equitable playing field. Modeled after a similar platform within the medical profession, MedGrad Wishlist, we promoted Amazon Wishlist first to showcase and support the actual needs of our graduates, get items into hand so they can focus on passing exams and starting their careers with one less worry. Financial burden disproportionately affects Black, Indigenous, and persons of color graduates, providing significant disadvantages when pursuing postgraduate training or establishing practice. This burden can at times be a prohibitive factor from minoritized groups from pursuing the profession in general. Even more, we know the lack of underrepresented healthcare practitioners further exacerbates health disparities amongst our patients. Farm Grad Wishlist is just one of the many movements to date to help fill that script. To date, we have supported hundreds of pharmacy grads, disseminated wishlists, and raised thousands of dollars in support of the movement. And we're not done yet. To further spread the word, we'll be continuing to showcase our sponsees. And with that, I'd like to introduce today's guests, Dr. Christine Nguyen. Dr. Nguyen is a graduate of the University of the Pacific in Stockton, California, and a current PGY-1 pharmacy resident at Palomar Health. Dr. Nguyen has supported and been involved with the movement as a sponsee and one of the GoFundMe campaigns, and we wanted to give them a chance to share their story with you all. So hi, Dr. Nguyen. We're so happy um, to have you as part of the FarmGrad Wishlist family. And as a group, we're so excited to support you. I know that, you know, as a sponsee and as a one of our GoFundMe campaigns main objectives, I think our sponsors would like to know a little bit more about you. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, uh, where you went to pharmacy school, your career aspirations. Cool. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm so excited to be here. I think the Farm Grad Wishlist has done so much for me, and I am so excited to share with you what I know. Um, so a little bit about myself. I'm from Southern California. I was born and raised in SoCal, and I went to undergrad at UCI as a pharmaceutical sciences major. And then I went to pharmacy school at University of the Pacific in Stockton, which I loved. Um, I grew up in an environment where I was the first to go to college. My parents never went to college um, and even the first to go to grad school. Um, back then, my mom didn't even think grad school would be a possibility for me because how financially unstable we were back then. So, you know, needless to say, I made it through pharmacy school and I made it through being financially independent of my parents. So that's something that I'm really 
proud of. And I want, you know, others to know that even without having the resources, it's possible to make it, it's possible to still, to you know, achieve your dreams and get that, you know, higher degree. Um, for me, my aspirations, I feel that I, you know, I pursue clinical pharmacy because I want to be able to help patients acutely. So I'm currently a resident at Palomar Health, which is um, an acute care hospital. I hope to pursue a PGY2 in infectious diseases sometime, hopefully. Um, I'm on my ID rotation right now, so we'll see how that goes at the end of the six weeks. Um, but honestly, what really got me to want to be a pharmacist was my grandfather. Um, my grandfather back then, he studied traditional Chinese medicine um, back in Vietnam. And back then they, he learned Chinese from my great grandfather and he had an apothecary. So, you know, growing up, having that environment really made me question like, why are we taking this? Is it really beneficial for us? And I was that kid that would always question every little thing with my grandpa, like, why are you taking that? Like, is it really helping us? And I think that's what really opened the doors for me to want to pursue pharmacy. Um, like, I feel like when I was younger, I always wanted to be a doctor, but nothing wrong to that. But I think when I started realizing what my grandpa was studying, it made me question like, wait, there's a whole other aspect to this. And what I truly cared about were the medications and how I could be a drug expert in the future. That's such like an inciting and aspiring story. You know, I think that um, it's so interesting to see how everyone's, you know, past and, you know, their makeup brings them to where they are today. And it's so inspiring to hear that, you know, coming from, you know, something that you're so passionate about, your family, is what drives you to, you know, promote the future and promote, you know, pharmacists of the future. So, with that being said, um, and with, you know, thinking of your grandfather in mind, how did this initiative, the Farm Grad Wishlist, impact you personally and professionally? Like, how did that further help you achieve that goal? Honestly, I feel like when I found, I stumbled upon Farm Grad Wishlist while being on my Twitter one day. And I, I know everybody always says, you want to start a professional Twitter when you go to residency or towards the end of your pharmacy school career. So that's what I did. And, you know, I came across Farm Grad Wishlist and I was like, what is this? I've heard of, you know, the medical school version of this, but I never knew that there was one for pharmacy students. So, you know, I took my chance. I signed up. I made an Amazon wish list. I never even knew how to make an Amazon wish list. I did. I started adding a few things where I was like, you know, let's see where this goes. And then I saw the Google form um, to sign up for the GoFundMe. And I always thought, you know, it doesn't hurt to try. And I always thought, you know, they probably won't even choose me. Um, and the next thing you know, like a week or two later, I got an email saying that I was selected to be sponsored. And I honestly, I remember I ran down the stairs and I told my boyfriend and I was like almost crying. I was like, oh my God, like I really needed a new laptop. And now I got selected for someone to sponsor me. And even then, like going through it, I think my first my first first gift from Foreign Grad Wishlist was a notebook. And somebody who sent me that wrote a note and said, I like to collect notebooks as well. And that really touched my heart because this person, I didn't even know who they were. And just finding out that someone anonymously sent me a gift 
just really warmed up my heart. And it really just showed me that there's somebody that cares about me out there that doesn't even know me. I literally, I was so happy. I remember I ran downstairs and I was like to my boyfriend, like, I'm going to use this day. And I still use it till today. So, and it's just so crazy how like, you don't even know these pharmacists, but seeing where they went to school or seeing where they got PGY1 trained. And it was just so interesting. Cause I was like, Whoa, that's one of the places that, you know, like I interviewed at, and it's just cool to see like, how people are so connected and how even beyond residency, they're still representing where they were trained and where they went to school. And then come fast forward to the GoFundMe. At first, it felt sort of weird, like advertising for myself, not going to lie. But I quickly realized that my GoFundMe campaign closed so quickly. And it was because of not just like the the donors that donated for me, but the people who advertised for me as well, spread the word. And um, I, I remember I posted a video on like Twitter and I like never do that. <laughs> but I did that just because I was just in awe by how this collective group of pharmacists are so willing to help other students like me um, get started in the career. And I honestly think that was just the push that I needed to get started in this profession. Cause now after that, after I graduated, I have this mindset that I wanna be able to help those who are after me. I wanna give back to not only my school my community, but even like pharmacy students that I don't even know. Um, and I hope that when I'm at a place to donate even more that I really can. That's so true. You know, we all get told, but pharmacy is such a small world and, you know, medicine itself is such a small world. And I think, like you said, with Twitter, now it's even smaller. We can be so connected to people and hear so many stories that inspire us and, you know, push us forward. Um, And it's so, you know, that's sort of the embodiment of the movement is, you know, to create this next generation of practitioners who are going to pay it forward themselves. And with continuing to pay it forward, we're going to get to where, you know, we want to be where we have, you know, a diversified group of healthcare practitioners that are supporting a diversified patient population that, you know, is just bettering public health in general. So that, that, again, is just so inspiring to hear. Yeah, I'm like so grateful for everyone that I've met. I think after like through this movement, I started following other like current residents and then seeing what their day to day is like. And even though I don't know them, it's just nice to know that we're all in the same boat somehow. And um, and I feel so connected to everyone just through social media. It's crazy how 10 years ago, if you thought about this, it probably wouldn't be a thing. But now, you know, Twitter Rx is like a thing. You know, it's 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 huge and it's great yeah exactly so with that do you like what what pieces of advice would you offer for students now you you're now a resident you've matriculated you've graduated pharmacy school um you went through this awesome experience what piece of advice would you you know pay it forward with now um i think something i'd recommend is to be proactive i think the best way as a pharmacy student especially those going through appies is to be proactive on your rotations always ask those questions and always know that you're going to be a lifelong learner coming into this profession it just doesn't stop the moment you graduate so i think something i would recommend is for students or even those who are thinking of going to pharmacy school is to go into it with an open mind ready to ask questions and you know just be willing to be uncomfortable 
with what you don't know. And I, that's something I tell myself all the time, even as a resident, I, but I always have to remind myself that, you know, I'm a resident because I'm here to still learn. If I was perfect, then I wouldn't be a resident. Right. So I think that's something that I would, um, recommend people to, you know, think about, take it, sit, let it sink in. I know now with residency, it's so competitive and it's, it's high pressure, honestly, but just know that when you get that interview, it's you as a person, it's no longer you as, you know, objectively. So just think about that. And also too, I would recommend enjoying and taking things to how it is. Honestly, fast forward eight years ago, I just wanted these eight years to go by as quick as I can so I can be a pharmacist. But then I realized now looking back that what I really enjoyed were the relationships that I made with like my peers, my professors, even other pharmacists that I don't even know um, that I haven't met, but I met through rotations, you know, just making, you know, um, extending your network, getting to know people and get putting yourself out there as well. And finally, I would also recommend to, you know, when you go to those meetings like CSHP, AESHP, ACCP, it's okay to not know anybody. I went to ACCP not knowing anybody, and I ended up meeting some really cool pharmacy students in New York two years ago. So, you know, just be open-minded. I feel like me too, being like a low-income student back then, you felt sort of like embarrassed to ask for help because I mean I feel like me growing up in an Asian household my parents were like instilled independence you can do this yourself you don't need to go ask for help but then as I got older I was like what's wrong with asking for help we all need help eventually if we could all make it on our own then I feel like nothing will be collaborative in this world so you know, I hope that if there's other, you know, first generation or other students who are struggling to ask for help and don't know where, that they know that this is a safe place to come and do that. Yeah, I would definitely agree. I think, like you said, to, to reiterate, it's all about those connections that you're making um, because you don't, you never know, like in the future, who is going to help you propel forward, very similar to situations that we're both in now, and who you're able to help propel forward. And I think that it's those connections that we make and that that spark that we ignite that really helps move the profession as a whole forward. Um, so with that in mind, as you are now a, a practicing pharmacist, you're a pharmacy resident, what excites you most for the future? I'm really excited by how even as a resident, there's so much I can do. I think for me, um, I'm excited that clinical pharmacists now have an active role on the floors, especially at my hospital. Um, they go to all the codes, they're with the doctors. It's very interdisciplinary. And I really like that because I feel like this is what the profession is. There's so many facets to pharmacy and of our profession. And I really hope people do understand that um, there's so much that can cater to your strengths. You would like, I feel like pharmacy is a lot of behind the scenes and sometimes your strengths can really come out. And I'm really excited to see, you know, other hospitals incorporating residents and pharmacists more as part of clinical decision-making. And that's, what's so great. 
Yeah, I, I have to say the same thing. I think that, you know, that more active participation from our profession, more advocacy from our profession is only going to showcase what we can bring and how we can improve patient care. Um, and like you said, using residents in that process, I think, is sort of like a no brainer. With that, you know, and you mentioned this a little bit earlier about going through the whole residency process and how competitive it might be. Um, and, you know, with the fact that we know that pharmacy is a small world and it's, a, it's about this network that we're growing, how would you describe, you know, your process and how do you think mutual aid or mutual support from the fresh profession can benefit incoming residents or what can we do better? I honestly feel like, so for me, what really worked at my school was that my school at UOP, they actually, at the end of the year, they had their students about to go to Appy's do like a mock interview. And they invited pharmacists from the local area to come and back then it was in person, but now it's virtual, um, virtually interview our students. And even though they don't know the pharmacist, it's like a real interview. Um, I think that's what's so great. And my advice would be to, you know, take advantage of your resources. Like when you go to CSHP, do that CV review, talk to that pharmacist, you know, make those connections and, you know, receive feedback in a positive way, you know, like take constructive criticism in a way that can help you propel forward with your career um, as well. And I really recommend, you know, like I mentioned earlier, when applying for residency, it's going, you're going to be going through an emotional roller coaster, whether it's through the application process or you just going through imposter syndrome, but you're going to feel that even through residency. So the best way to combat that is to, you know, just try to have confidence in yourself and know that you are worth it and that you have what it takes. And at the end of the day, you know, I can't speak for all the programs, but the best advice that I ever received from a professor is that you know where you belong when you have that conversation and it's just beyond what's objective. You can have somebody who can, a program that can, you know, help you support your goals, help you achieve those goals. So, you know, when you're going through all those like mid-year and seminars, really take into account what are you looking for in a program and how can they help you thrive? So even throughout this process, they're interviewing you, just know that you are also interviewing them because you're going to be potentially spending a year or more there. So true. I think, like you said, it's all about being you and being yourself and letting yourself shine through and, you know, not, like you said, you know, interviewing the place that is going to make you the best fit, both mutually. And to, to underscore your point, resources are definitely available to you. And we're so happy and excited to, for, for, to see and hear that students are actually embodying that process that, you know, go out and seek resources. You know, it's not always just doing things on your own and trying to get the best outcome. There are tons of people that are out there that are trying to help and are more than willing to help. Exactly. And even through with like farm grad um, wish list, there's so many pharmacists who are involved. And I'm pretty sure that even if you, you know, you saw somebody that was like PGY2 trained in something and you were interested in that field, I'm pretty sure if you ever just sent a message and showing interest, they would be open to answer any of your questions that you have. So sometimes um, I think as students, um, you know, graduate and start working, they'll realize that help is there. It's just, you got to just take the first step. Couldn't agree more. So not to cut this short, but is there anything else you'd like to share with the listeners of the podcast? 
I just want to say thank you so much for having me. And thank you so much for everyone who's supported me, whether they've you know, sent me a gift, help promote my GoFundMe, even spread the word about farm grad wishlist. I think this is a great movement. And I hope that, you know, in a year or two, this grows big, because I think that this organization has changed me so much as a person. It's made me so grateful to have this profession and to choose pharmacy as my lifelong um, career. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Nguyen, for sharing your story with our listeners. Um, You were very inspiring and insightful and provided a ton of useful advice for, you know, rising pharmacists, practicing pharmacists, seasoned practitioners. And it's so, you know, just inspiring to hear that such a young practitioner is is moving and changing the, the world of pharmacy. We look forward to supporting and watching you grow throughout this profession. If you'd like to support rising pharmacists such as Dr. Nguyen, please visit our website at farmgradwishlist.org or other social media such as following us on Twitter at farmgradwishlist or Instagram for our current GoFundMe campaigns, blogs, and sponsor wishlists. And be sure to check out our other podcasts. We look forward to showcasing more of the effort and more of the movement and, you know, really showing and broadcasting these stories of our rising pharmacists. So stay tuned.